Hey guys, welcome to episode 2 of Podcateers. Uh, a couple things before we get on with the show. Uh, first, this episode should sound a lot better quality-wise than episode 1. Uh, I feel that we finally have a better handle about what we need to do, how we need to process the audio, how far away we gotta sit from the mics and all that good stuff. So, uh, again, this one should sound a lot better. If you've made it through episode 1 with all the audio quality problems, thank you so much and you're awesome. Um, also, I try to convince Mario and Javier to start watching one of my favorite cartoons in recent past, uh, which is Gravity Falls, but in that segment I mispronounced Kristen Schaal's name. Kristen Schaal plays Mabel on the show. Uh, she's also on Bob's Burgers, but most Disney fans will actually know Kristen uh, because of her role in Toy Story 3, where she played Trixie the Triceratops. So, as a person whose name is very frequently mispronounced, I just want to say I'm sorry, Kristen. Even though I know you're probably not, maybe not definite, yeah, I'm going to go with definitely, definitely not listening to this podcast. Uh, I want to remind everybody that you can find more about us and the podcast at podcateers.com. If you want to subscribe on iTunes, head over to podcateers.com and hit that subscribe on iTunes button. It'll launch iTunes. It'll let you subscribe, do all that snazzy cool stuff for you. If you're on an uh, Android device, there is an RSS feed uh, just below the subscribe and iTunes button that you can click on copy it it'll launch into an app like pocket cast or something if you have that installed on your phone or device you can subscribe that way you can also find us on facebook we are at facebook.com slash on instagram and twitter we are at podcateers and if you have any comments or suggestions for the show or any questions feel free to send us an email to comments at podcateers.com uh, so that's it for now uh, I hope I get to hear from some of you guys. You know, subscribe, leave a comment, tell us what you guys think. Tell us if we're doing a good job or not. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say because, again, your feedback will make us get better at this. So, enough of this. Let's get on with episode two of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. seen the ads for dollar shave club yes, yes. dude i love the ad how's it go it's such a great like ad just in general yeah. and uh, at the very end i i had to search for it the, and find it in, in america the living in america song no 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 <laughs> it, this is a different one this is the i think it was the launch commercial for dollar for but it's the one we're dancing in front of the american flag in the american right? flag yeah <laughs> but the song that he uses is called karate by this guy kennedy or ben kennedy i don't know is that is. what you're talking about during the oh that's chat? what that was yeah I, yeah I drive like a gangster when i'm coming to see you dude I you know that didn't song. even make sense when you wrote it yeah i didn't text. get it either i was like yeah, what went, song that went over right. i'm about. like karate that's yeah. why i was saying like you guys have to find the song because it's it's annoying but it's snappy enough that uh-huh. was it was like in my head and i couldn't stop thinking about it like the whole time it's like i spent like an entire day just i know karate i know jujitsu i drive like a gangster when i'm coming to see you karate. Like, and all it made me want to do was go buy a razor to shave mm. for a dollar for a dollar so what's going on we all growing beards or i'm just lazy i'm just lazy too 
I'm, I'm, it's not that I'm lazy. It's just mm-hmm. that I get razor burn really easily, uh-huh. and it just hurts. I'm like a Wookiee, uh-huh. and my hair just grows so quickly that uh-huh. it's easier for me to just maintain and cut a piece of it to clean it up than to do the whole thing. Yeah, what's your story? I'm just letting it grow. Yeah. Good for you. So you're actually letting it grow. I'm just letting it grow. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Podcateers. My name is Hazen, and I'm joined by... Javier. And... Mario. I hope you guys have had a good week. It's been a, a, a pr- productive week, busy week, exhausting you, week. I thought you were going to say hectic. It has been. I can go with all of the above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can go with all of the above. Yeah. But you know what? We're here. We're recording. We're ready. And uh, before we get on with the full show, uh, have you guys actually ever seen the cartoon Gravity Falls? No. I've heard of it, though. It's awesome. I've actually never even heard of it. Awesome. Hmm. So... Uh, for those that have never seen Gravity Falls, it's a cartoon. I think it's currently playing on Disney XD. Uh, we just have like a season pass thing to record any new episodes, and it's available on demand and everything. But it revolves around these two kids, Mabel and Dipper. And they go to a summer camp that's run by their drunkle stand. Um, what? Drunkle? It's either Grunkle stand or Drunkle stand. Oh. I, I don't know, so... But it's probably Grunkle. I I don't know. But it's run by Stan, their uncle. And the thing about Gravity Falls is that there's all this mystery surrounding it. There's all this occult stuff that's always happening. And as you get into the series, they begin to find these occult books. And there's all these magical things happening. And there's dragons and dinosaurs. And uh, it's it has this kind of aura of mystery, like Illuminati type. Think of... Think of uh, Angels and Demons or, you know, the Da Vinci Code or whatever. Really? But for kids Animated. at summer camp. Wait, this is, yeah. a, this is a cartoon for kids? Yeah. Wow. It's so good, though. Like it's, it's one of those cartoons that I can actually sit down with Noah and watch, and I enjoy this show. It's, it's one of the only two cartoons that I really, really enjoy watching right now. What does the title mean? Gravity Falls. That's what it's called. No, but what does it mean? What is it? Oh, Gravity Falls is the 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 little town that the so they they stay at this place called the Mystery Shack. The Mystery Shack is run by Stan, their uncle, and it's kind of like a museum of the weird almost. Okay. So there's all these like mystery things. He's got all these hidden doors that they find behind like wallpaper and stuff like that. It's it's really good. Like there's all this like time travely stuff and. Uh, they switch bodies in one episode, like kind of Freaky Friday type stuff. So it's like a futuristic cartoon, or does it take place in the present? No, it takes place in the present. Well, I'm it, looking at images now, and it looks like they're going camping. Is there a lot of camping going on? Or well, it's this... like a summer camp, is what it oh, is. Okay. It's it's out in the woods, and Gravity Falls is this kind of like, it's this little remote town, just mm. out in the forest. And the Mystery Shack itself is out in the forest somewhere. Oh, okay. And it's almost like a tourist attraction. But it's it's really fun. You guys got to watch it. Once you guys watch it, we'll have like a discussion about it. But I seriously, seriously recommend it. I'm telling you, it's one of the only two cartoons that I can watch right now. The other one being Phineas and Ferb. I oh, love, love Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, Phineas and Ferb. I've never amazing. seen an episode of that either. Really? So good. Yeah, you have to watch it. Like any anything that empowers a child to seem like they're a genius like that. And it's just well written. Like, okay, I really want to see it. I'm looking at the cast, and the lineup is awesome. The cast is great. This is awesome. 
Like, who's this? I'm, I'm going to butcher her name. Kristen Shale? Shale. You know, I don't know if it's Kristen Shawl or Shale or, or Skull. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, which I completely doubt, I really apologize for us butchering your name. But I really but, love you. I love, an, I love you in everything I've seen you in. But I'm going to go with Kristen Skull. Okay. Well, Kristen Skull, I've seen her in, or I should say heard her in Bob's Burger. She's the girl with the bunny ears. With the bunny ears? Yeah. And I've seen her in commercials, too. I just love her voice. Yeah, Jason Ritter is also on the show. He's he's Dipper. They're, I think Dipper and Mabel are actually twins on the show. And Jason Ritter, you know, uh, son of John Ritter. And also, he was on that short-lived show that I really like called Teachers on NBC. He was on Teachers? Yeah, he was on Teachers. I really like that show. Who was he? Uh... You know what? I don't know. I think if we IMDb him... Because he definitely wasn't the main character. Like, I remember what he that was, guy looked like. I I want to say he was one... Or maybe... Am I confusing him for somebody else? You know what? You're right, though. I mean, uh, that was a pretty funny show. It only lasted, like, a few episodes. It didn't even last the whole season. I think it just went for the first 12 or 13. Well, or maybe it, it, it wasn't teachers. I think it was the class. The class is what we're talking about. Yeah, it was the class. Yeah. Two shows that I still didn't. I never even heard of them. The class didn't last very long. Like, no. It yeah, wasn't yeah. the entire season. It was the class because, um, is it Andrea Anders? Or Andrea Anders? Yeah. She was on that show yep. too. So he was kind of the, the um, I guess maybe he was the main character in that show. But that was a really good show too. That was really short-lived. I, I, I really liked it. But apparently NBC didn't like it enough to keep it on. I'm actually, like, super intrigued by this Gravity Falls show now. Like, just looking at this picture, like, you're right. It's very, like... Isn't it great? What are they, what yeah. are they trying to Indiana get Indiana Jones. Yeah. Can we post this on the website? I want people to kind of look at this. See if yeah, they can we'll figure post this it. Out. But it's not, like... You're right. It's not, like, dead on. Like, I'm seeing, like, part of this, like, circle here. There's glasses. And, like, it's like a, a question like a mark. Mr. Peanut Monocle. An ice pack. <laughs> um... Let me see it. A shooting star. Like, I don't get what's going around the circle, but you're right. It's kind of got that, like... It's like if, a Ouija board. Almost. Kind of, right? Yeah. Look, if you're into occult or if you're like into aliens or kind of like secret societies and you're into reading about all that stuff, I definitely recommend watching Gravity Falls. I'm telling you, it's entertaining. It's it's well written. I, I, I just like it. There's not a lot of stuff like that out right now. Do you have any idea who created the show? Um, I Alex Hirsch. I think is one of the writers. I kinda wanna I'm looking it up, and it says he's a voice actor and television producer. Yeah, I think I think he was one of the guys that yeah, also created right the show. It says he is best known as the creator of the Disney Channel's animated television series Gravity Falls. Yeah, he's he's also on Phineas and Ferb. Like he's been a voice actor oh, really? on Phineas okay. Ferb. Uh, he also does that TV show Fish Hooks, which ironically I don't like. I've never even heard of Fish Hooks. Not a big fan of Fish Hooks. Who who's it by? It's I I it I think it's by the same guy. It's also on Disney, oh. but it's a bunch of fish. It's a like an aquarium, and they go to school, and it's just it's fish. Like bubble guppies. Bubble guppies. Maybe cool. I have never heard of that either. Really? Oh my god! Oh my I've gosh. heard of bubble guppies, but I've never actually seen bubble guppies. I think it's on Nickelodeon. It might be like it. It yeah. might be like it, but because it's fishes that go to school. That's maybe. what I'm thinking. Maybe, I just don't. Uh, 
I don't like fish hooks. It's not. Oh, okay. eh, it's kind of boring to me. Okay, I want to tell you this. I'm very excited. I want to watch the show. There's a comedian I like, T.J. Miller. I like him. Who's T.J. Miller? Is T.J. Miller on there? Mm-hmm. According oh. to this, he's uh, I guess one of the characters on there. Who is he? Yeah, I'm sure. This guy. No, no, I know who T.J. Miller is, but oh. who does he play? Uh, it doesn't tell me. Oh, the powers of IMDb. I have, to, I have to totally research his uh, work history on that. Oh, he's Robbie. So Robbie is kind of like the, the sleazeball band member, uh, kind of semi-boyfriend to Dipper's love interest. There's this kind of teenage girl that works. I think her name is Wendy. He works at the Mystery Shack with Stan. And Dipper, who is like half her age, is kind of in love with her. And Robbie is kind of like the goth boyfriend type guy that okay. she is always trying to hook up with. I want to look what that looks so, like. It's funny. But it it is uh you know the one of the one of the highlights of the show is this little little pudgy kid named uh, little Gideon, mm-hmm. and he's kind of this like evangelical like preacher and he can see the future and he can do all sorts of things, but he's Stan's mortal enemy. And I remember there was an episode where they introduced Little Gideon and Dipper and Mabel go to one of his tents to kind of see him preach. And they look at him and they're like, wow, that's Uncle Stan's like mortal enemy. And uh, Little Gideon's on stage and he's like, now I predict you're all going to say, oh, and he turns around does like this crazy Zoolander flip and he's got like the big bulging like <laughs> like puppy, eyes, dog, eyes. Like puppy yeah. dog eyes yeah it, it's so funny everybody's like oh and Mabel's like oh my god it's true <laughs> that's cool it's I, a good it's a good show though honestly you know what just sold me huh I mean they can't see it but I'm showing you guys right now you can kind of tell just kind of based on this right here that it's not like a computer drawn cartoon and look lo and behold it actually isn't these are actually rough drawings. Oh, yeah. It is a 2D drawn it's cartoon. It's a 2... Yeah, it's 2D. It's not, like, Flash, or it's not 3D CG in any way. It's actually, like, I like drawn, that. yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't ignore, like, completely 3D drawn cartoons. But, but it's I getting just, old. The yeah. 3D, 3D yeah. stuff is getting I just, old. How really dare look, you say I'm that? Sorry. It's getting old. No, it's I not. I want to go back to the basics and make a cartoon look like a cartoon. No, I disagree. If you think about it, it's like... It's, 2D animation has been away for so long that it's like... Now it is the fresh thing. Kind of. It's kind of what what's old is new again. It's going to make a comeback. It, well, it a lot to. of old things are making a comeback. Like, honestly, because this is now like a lost art that has to be, you have to learn it all over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a generation that doesn't know how to do that. Doesn't know how to create in-between drawings and roughs and things like that for storyboarding. So it's just recreating the entire thing from scratch again. I, I will say that I think that 2D... 2D is definitely one of those things that's a lost art. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... I feel that there's a lot of things that kind of fit that profile. Even in photography, I've spent a long time, like over the last two years, really the last two years, I think, really, really like delving into the technical side of photography and learning how to use the gear the way that it's meant to be used so that if I was given a different camera instead of mine, that I know enough of the basics that I may not know where all the flashy buttons are on that camera, but if I know where three things are, like ISO, aperture, and um, the f-stop, or that's the aperture. Um, for me, for me, the three things are turn it on, push the button, 
and set it for the next image to, you know, no, no, to no, take a photograph. Those are my three buttons. Yeah, I mean, as long as I kind of know my exposure triangle, where those things are, then I'm set. I can use the gear. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to ask you for help for a camera that's just point and shoot. Yeah, that's fine. Turn it on and hit the <laughs> that's, button. That's all I need. Which is fine. I mean, it, if if that's how you use it, it takes great pictures right off the mm-hmm. bat. It's just when you want to start doing other things, there's there's little tricks that you can do to expose a, a picture a little better and kind of get certain things to look brighter or mm-hmm. a long exposure, you know, to make light trails and stuff like that. And you for, can't do that in automatic mode. For some of you, it's uh, Instagram and all the filters. Yeah, I mean, it's... With photography, I kind of feel like it's one of those lost arts, like you're saying, like with hand-drawn animation, mm-hmm. you know, because when when you think about the school of where people came from, everybody's moving towards doing CG stuff. Exactly. And even though you still have to draw them, that's obviously never going to be a lost art. But like you said, the art of in-betweening, I think, is getting lost because yep. the computer does all the rendering for you at that point. Well, the same would go for like, coloring backgrounds and the actual characters themselves now that everything is actually taken into computers and painted a lot of people don't actually ink drawings the way that they used to so that's a lost art that needs to be retaught too Mm -hmm. hence to the 3d for me is getting old that's why i'm liking this whole yeah bringing bringing it back yeah i really gotta say i'm actually very intrigued like right down to just how they create this cartoon i'm definitely gonna give it a shot it's so good you guys (laughs) you know you're not gonna regret this we should pause watch an episode and come back and be like oh my god it was so good (laughs) that would actually be pretty cool no because once you watch one you're gonna want to watch more i know right like is it on netflix by any chance i don't think so i you can check i know netflix got a disney contract and they got a whole bunch of cartoons but i don't know if netflix carries gravity falls mm-hmm. right now i know we have we have fios for our internet service oh, okay. and it's on demand so once we're done recording we can actually watch a few episodes is this, how new is this cartoon though how long has it been out oh it's a couple years old now uh i think the first episode launched in 2012 oh wow yeah it's been around for a while because our cousins kept telling us they have uh kids as well mm. And they were saying, you got to watch this Gravity Falls. You got to watch Gravity Falls. Wow. But one of the people recommending it to us, sorry, bro, he's his taste in stuff is kind of, uh, it's kind of hit or miss. Uh-huh. And every, more, more of the time, it's kind of miss for me. And he kept telling me, just watch Gravity Falls, watch Gravity Falls. And I just couldn't do it. It's like, oh, yeah, he's recommending it. Is it is, does it work the same with the opposite? If he tells you something is not good, you're going you're gonna to go, you know what? I bet I'll like it. <laughs> no, I don't no. think I've ever run into that. <laughs> it would be funny if that was the case. If he told me it's horrible, I'm gonna go watch it. <laughs> no, I've actually never run into that with him. That's too funny. But yeah, if you guys if you guys start watching it, you're not gonna regret it. Yeah. It's a great show. The only the the thing that's kind of fun also is that every show has like hidden codes mm-hmm. and like hidden ciphers, and it goes back to like old ways of decoding stuff like like decoder rings and stuff. Almost yeah, like at the very end of the show, for instance, they have like a, a series of letters that spell out a sentence, obviously, and it's using like really old. I forgot what type of code it's actually called, but that's cool. That's like old school interactive with the kids. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's the the type of code. We we used to do this when we were kids, um, when it, it was like to replace the letter A with the letter See, Z, replace B with Y, C I'm with X. So glad you brought that up because I'm going back. I apologize. I know nobody can see this, but I'm going back to that image. Doesn't it look like that's what that's gonna be? 
there's a sentence right here. It's just not in the yeah. correct like. Yeah, so that's that, one that, of them. That that takes me back to. Uh, oh yeah, that's cool. It just looks like it's like uh, they well, changed the letter for to be something else. In the in the beginning of the ride of Indiana Jones, isn't that what the walls are filled with these secret yes. decodings? Yes. When they when the ride first opened, right. there was actually a decoder page. Yes. That yes. you went they, in. They and, hand you a card or something. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I love that. And I remember at the end it was like drink Pepsi. <laughs> I, was like, I forgot who was, was sponsoring it. Really? it. I I don't remember who was sponsoring it. It was That's Coke good. or Pepsi. But at the end, it all led up to like thanks for decoding. Drink Pepsi. Are you sure, are you sure you're not thinking about a, a what is it a Christmas story? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was That's it good. was something along those lines. Uh, I I wish I could think oh, about it right now. We should actually do a quick a, search for it. I wish I could find the old cards. So when yeah. I go back to the ride, I'm just going to be looking. See if it's the E E. Oh my god, it is Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wish I could remember what it was, but I I know I know it was just some kind of I got to say that was genius on Disney's part yeah. for the the line, you know, it takes forever to get there. Yes. So making the line a game that's yeah. pretty genius. Yeah, I just, liked it. I mean, aside from like the decoding things, you know the other stuff the line has, right? What's that? Um, like just a quick example, like if you're going down, um, there are little spots that it says don't step on these circles, and once you step on those circles, it sounds like spears are coming at you. Get out of here! No. Um, somewhere further oh. down in the ride, there's a line of bamboo sticks. Yeah. And if you pull one of them, it gives you the sound of thunder. Oh, really? And lightning, That's the cool. Sound of. I honestly don't lightning. remember that. Um, oh, you know what? I do remember one thing. I think there's a don't pull the rope. Yes. And it's you're like uh, standing in front of a, what is it, a whale? Yeah. And there's supposedly a guy down there. Yeah, and once you pull okay. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you're that's right. one of the you're other right. ones. Yeah, it's just like there's just so much stuff that a lot of people don't realize that line actually had. That's yeah, cool. it's it's really fun. I guess the, um, I, I try to find it on Wikipedia right now. And inside, I guess, the petroglyphs that are on the walls. Did you say wiki? On Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, okay. No, he didn't say wiki. <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh, the, the, I guess the language is called Marabic, which is supposed to be uh, the Mara. It's, I yeah, guess, her language. Okay. Mara's the, the big head that you see. The idol. You're kind of the idol, obviously. That was one of the things that they changed, the Eye of Mara and all that stuff. And I'm trying to figure out if there's a... Maybe I just can't read this fast, but uh, I don't know if it's been luck, but the last time I went to Disneyland, the Indiana Jones ride went so fast. Like, I didn't even get time to even enjoy all the letters, and I don't even think I even got a chance to pull the rope, you know, to hear the guy go, oh, I'm falling. I guess you can call that luck. Sometimes they don't actually have that thing running, though. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, they don't. They... Is there a way to, where the line is deterred from it and yes. you go yes. around it? Correct. There's a shorter version. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what happened. Because yeah. I don't remember actually coming over and pulling on the rope. Yeah. Oh. You know, I cannot find on here. I can't read it fast enough. But maybe for the next one, I'll go ahead and I'll find it. Or we'll put it on the blog post for this episode. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of... I'm, I'm not going to say it's fully along the lines of what Gravity Falls is. Gravity Falls is, is more occult, and this is more straightforward as far as right. kind of quote-unquote history. Mm-hmm. It's kind of based like 
the hieroglyphics of Egypt or anything like that. Right. Um, Gravity Falls, man, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll enjoy it. And yep. any, any listeners that have never watched Gravity Falls, if you have it on demand or something, find it on YouTube if you can. It is a fantastic cartoon. Is this being so. sponsored by Gravity Falls? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. If it was, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I, I just had a thought with the whole Indiana Jones ride. I would love to be in the line and just hear a parent go and tell the child, don't pull on it. It says don't pull. <laughs> I don't think that would ever happen. I think everyone knows these secrets now. I'm pretty sure that anybody that's never been there actually like, has done that. Yeah. yeah. And then they hear the guy falling, and it's like, I told no! you not to fall. <laughs> no, I told you not to. Oh, no. Oh, all the spears. The humanity. So, um, that's good. Anyway, let, let's, let's kind of move on. So uh, we were talking a little bit about music and kind of what your favorite soundtracks are and stuff and it kind of brought up Disney soundtracks right and I know that for me I don't I love music so much it's hard for me to choose a favorite but I know that there's a lot that I really 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 enjoy you know you saying you love music is an understatement you love music. Yep. Yes. This guy is a collector. Oh, yeah. I remember back in the day, you used to make, uh, burn CDs and make your own soundtracks. And... How dare you? I've never done that before. That's illegal. <laughs> Quick. I used, to make, I used to make compilations of music that I purchased. Like, this guy had boxes and boxes of CDs I st- in the I car. still do. They're all in storage. Right you know what's funny? Lynette... <laughs> Lynette pulled up this post the other day of, you know, you're a child of the 90s if you remember these. And one of them was the binder portfolio with like the 200 CDs. I have them. I remember that. She looked at it and she laughed. She's like, remember when you had all these 200 CDs in your car? I was like, yep. I also remember when they stole them all the first time. Oh, I remember you telling me. That was heartbreaking. It was because I had all my original discs. Wow. Why is that barely coming back to me right now? I just remember that that happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the reason I started making copies of the discs That's because right. I, I started leaving the originals All at the right. house. But so wait, you had the, you had the <laughs> this guy had piles and piles of yep. CDs. So not only did he have the original CD, he had copies out of copies uh-huh. yep. of his copies. Yeah, <laughs> but anywhere and everywhere, he had CD yeah. towers all over the place. Yeah. Those were the days. Now <laughs> it's easy because they're digital. Now I think I, I think digital wise. It probably adds up to a little over two terabytes of music that I have, mm. and that's encoded. That's not even a, like high encodings. It's right. like, if you know about audio, it's at about one twenty-eight bit rate. Oh wow, which is pretty standard, I yep. guess. Like for CD quality, it's forty-four hertz and twenty-eight um, for the bit rate. It's pretty standard. It's considered CD quality. Uh, I I don't see the need to rip it any higher because most of the most of the speakers or the things that we're playing it on can't doesn't really make a difference any higher mm-hmm. and even there it's like over the two terabytes with all the, the music that i have is that how you fit like two thousand songs on one cd well that was the mp3 versions and oh, it was in okay. 2000 yeah it's only like it 50 felt or like 60 it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was only like 50 or 60 but it's man. like oh you gotta hear song 625 <laughs> like, okay hold yeah. on <laughs> hey, hold on a second i'm finding it was, it it was maybe in like 150 songs. Nope, there was one I thought you you, you let me borrow. And it was like 200. 
I don't know. I, don't I think swear. It was like yeah. Maybe I'm it was. You. I don't remember. It's been a while. Now everything just dumps on my phone, and now the the advantage of Spotify, right. you know, oh, it, it makes it man. so easy. That Th- thank you for Spotify, by the way. Oh yeah, man, I I love that service. We used to use Pandora a lot. Yes. And year or two ago, after I found out about Spotify, as soon as I saw the service, I was like, I gotta sign up for this. Right. I gotta sign up. Google Music or Google Play Music is kind of the same, but. I haven't seen everything that's on Spotify available on Google Play Music. Yeah, it's not. And it it makes me angry because... You it, like Google actually, products? I love Google products. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I don't, I don't have kind of an allegiance as far as iPhone or Android. I like each product for specific reasons. Uh, I mean, I may go back to an iPhone if they make a bigger screen for... Maybe just the hardware because change like the, the subject because we're about to argue right now. Okay, we'll, we'll change the subject. But I do love Google products. I, I do love Google products. Google Drive, Google Keep, all that stuff. We use them for the show. I will jump over them. this table and choke you right now because <laughs> for someone who wanted to change the subject, they should jump back Look. to it. Well, he asked me if I love Google products. My answer was yes. Here's the thing for for those that don't know, uh, I, I'm not very tech savvy, so I really go to Hazen for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the one that got me into <laughs> Samsung products right now, and uh, I'm totally loving it. But if this guy switches, I'm going to choke him. I really am. <laughs> well, you have to remember that I started off with an iPhone. Yes, you did. I did start off with an iPhone. I loved it. I hated the limitations of being able to copy stuff whenever I wanted to, unless you jailbroke the phone. That was just too much work. The screen was small. When I went to my Note 3, it was like, no. Oh, Right. You know, like the screen was much bigger. I could hook it up. My computer dumped files into whatever folder I wanted to. It made it so much easier. Um, But I'm going to say that as much as I love, like if if I would have had my choice, I would have probably gone with a Nexus phone. But Verizon wouldn't allow me to get, like activate a Nexus phone. And of the line of phones that Verizon had, the Note 3 was the best option for me oh, because okay. of the screen size and stuff. Here's the thing. I came from a BlackBerry. I know. I went from a, from this old school BlackBerry that was, that I bought was new to me, but the phone had been out five years prior. Mm, yeah. Okay. And then to jump to the Samsung Note 3 was eye-opening. I, I felt like I stepped into the future. Okay. So this is so now I'm like uh, you know I do love I love my phone. So if you're going to tell me you're going to jump ship wh- who, who am I going to go to when I need help you with, could, with you my could phone? You could still come to me. I, I mean don't know. I still have a Nexus tablet. I'm still I'm still engaged in the Android culture. How can I trust you if you're going to go to an iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. Okay, so the reason the reason I'm considering going back to an iPhone if they get a bigger screen is because I feel that the camera hardware on the Note 3 is fantastic. It's got great stats, but the hardware is horrendous and it's really slow. I've run this side by side with the with a 5S and in the time that the 5S takes 8 pictures, my note only took one mm-hmm. because it lags so much. Right. And I've tried other cameras, like SmugMug's camera awesome is really good. I even downloaded the Google camera from the Nexus phone and it's better, but it's not great. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that Samsung just kind of loads their phones with a bunch of garbage apps that I'm never going to use. And a bunch of Verizon apps are on there too that you can't even kill. And it frustrates me so much that unless I root my phone, I can't get rid of them. 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of the the problem I had with iPhone, but I'm willing to deal with the iPhone's limitations if I can get better pictures right off the phone. Right. Okay. You know, and yes, I know I can carry my camera with me and all yes, that stuff. Yes, because I was about but... to I was about to say that it was an original argument we had a long time ago. Yes, that, look, it was. you're a photographer and you should be carrying your camera and not relying on the phone <laughs> to camera to be taking pictures. And you know what? I'm not going to say anything else, and we're going to move on. We're going to go back to soundtracks. <laughs> okay, let's go back to soundtracks because it will turn into a much bigger argument, and maybe one day we'll have the argument completely. But uh, back to Disney soundtracks. So Spotify has made it really easy to find all of these soundtracks. And like I like I was saying originally, there's a lot of songs that I or a lot of soundtracks that I really 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 love and it's really hard for me to choose a favorite. So, uh which one of you guys wants to start first and talk about your favorite? Oh, I'll go. All right, cool. All right. Um I love the Aladdin soundtrack. Mm. It is one of my favorite classic hmm. uh soundtrack. Yes. I'm going to have to agree with that. Yep. Any particular song that you like on there? Mm. Or songs? Here's the thing. I'm uh, My memory is bad, so I can't really give you a title. But it's the two that pop to my head is the one where uh, Aladdin himself is running through the his town. One jump. That's ahead it. Of the- yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that one. And the other one is the, uh, the first song that um, the genie sings. Friend Like Me? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's a good song, too. So those are my top two songs, and I, I, I doubt you can find a song that that can beat those two for me. Yeah. I, I have to say, as I was trying to decide which one one of my favorites was, that was in my top, like, five. Mm-hmm. It was definitely mm-hmm. in my yeah. top five, because it's, it's one of those soundtracks that it's got so many great songs in it that you could be in a group of people, and... If you start off with, I can show you the world, everybody's like, <laughs> oh my God. And then they just Aladdin. start singing. Yeah. If they yeah. just start singing, they'll yeah, just good, go man. on with you. They'll really go on with you. And, uh, oh, one of these days, I'm going to start a sing-along at Disneyland. I'm going to tell you guys right now. <laughs> I'm going to start walking down Main yeah. Street, and I'm just going to start singing. Let's see how many people join in. All right, Bill. Hopefully, they You happen. know what? Yeah. And I would love to stand, oh, like, 20 feet away from you and just start and... singing with you. Like, like we don't know <laughs> each other. You want to be Jasmine? <laughs> okay, I'm down. A bearded Jasmine would be funny. <laughs> this just got really scary. Really I know, fast. right? <laughs> Two bearded men singing Aladdin and Jasmine. No, it is. Uh, it is one of the the soundtracks that I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't get old. I don't it know, doesn't. I don't know. I can't remember the year that movie came out, but I I do not get 95? tired of that movie. Five. I'm sorry. The tired tired of that song. Yeah, 1995. I want to say 95. Yeah, that sounds good. maybe. Uh, 92, actually. Oh, wow. Man, I'm way off. Out in 92. That's crazy. And yeah. it, it doesn't get old for me. I can still listen to that song. Yeah. We owned that on cassette, didn't we? <laughs> on on VHS? No, I mean on tape, C- the soundtrack tape? for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we? Maybe. BMG and Columbia House were our best friends back yes. then. <laughs> the first one was only a penny, then they jacked up the price. <laughs> and they sold it with cassette tapes? Yeah, uh-huh. I only remember yeah. c- CDs. Hey, that's man, how the advertisement that's how, was like. Yeah, that's how I was introduced to Ace of Base. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this CD thing is never gonna. It's never go. gonna pick up. <laughs> no. Tapes are the way to go. CDs, they break easy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Aladdin is definitely one of those. The I I don't know why, but 
whenever I'm feeling down, like that riffraff street rat right. one comes yeah. into my head. <laughs> I don't know why, but it always does that. Every time you look at your wallet, there's no money. I know. It's like, <laughs> why is it? I, all I wanted was a churro. <laughs> riffraff street rat. Uh, what about you? Honestly, I think it, it, it is a lot of um the stuff that we knew growing up. Like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate a lot of the classics that were out before. Um, Aladdin is definitely one of my favorites, too. Like okay. you said, if you put it in one of the top five, at least, easily. Right. But my thing is, with the soundtracks that Disney comes out with, I think I enjoy them more if I know for a fact, like, maybe they'd be able to be pulled off uh, in a musical, you know? Mm. Like, I'm a huge musical geek, and I admit that. But uh, I think one of the ones that will always stand out to me is going to be the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That, that is one. a good one. That's my favorite movie. And honestly, you, yeah. Honestly, is that your favorite my, soundtrack, though? Mine, too. Is it? Maybe... Um, maybe let's wait till we get to Hazen. <laughs> but yeah, just, uh, um, cause you can take the, that entire movie, you know, and all the performances and right. the things that they sing, you can actually put in like a musical, um, environment and everything would still pull off nicely. Like even the stuff that the musical itself released that the movie did, mm-hmm. which they ended up releasing later. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the scene, uh, for the track human again. But it's the scene where it's all the help in good. the castle is excited about the fact that the curse is going to get lifted. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're like cleaning up the place and just excited about the fact that they're no longer going to be these, uh, what should be inanimate objects. Is this the movie? It's this actually was... a scene they added to the movie because it was popular during the musical. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's like the special editions that come out. Yes. Yeah. They actually have the scene put into the movie. Okay. Write it down. After we watch Gravity Falls, yeah, I want to see that watch added the song scene. The song's again. good too. I, I want to see yeah. that. It it was originally, if I remember, it was originally not on the on the album cover or the movie cover version of the of the CD, but it was on the Broadway one, the black one with kind of the outline of the beast holding yes, the rose. Yes, I think that was the first time that they ever mm. released uh, Human again, and it was. I mean, I wish we could play a preview of it right now. Being new to the whole podcast thing, I don't know what is acceptable and what's not. I keep burping. You, I'm trying like to disguise it, and it's just getting to me. What if we do it, and if it's now, we'll just take it out. Burp? No. The, oh. play, play the song. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think play anybody the, wants to hear no, me burp. play the song. Uh, but no, no, I, I'll leave it out. I, I We could put a preview on the blog post. Um, oh, okay. I can embed like an Amazon mm-hmm. preview in the blog post for people to listen to. But if you haven't heard it, it's it's a really good song. So it was a really really great addition mm-hmm. uh, to the to that soundtrack. Um, and I mean, like the scene itself, you know, like I said, it's all the inanimate objects dancing, but they're in formation. It's like they took it directly out of the musical and actually just kind of put it in there with the actual objects that they were intended to be. So they made the movie, yes, without that scene, correct. Right? And years later. They decided to add it in. Is that what it was? Did they add it later, or was it just a scene that was lost and they decided to put it back in? Because that was my question. I think I think it was I think it was a scene that was taken out because it was too long, right? Because I was Maybe. wondering if the 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 drawing style changed in between, where you can see the difference. Surprisingly, no. No, it looks so, very well. So maybe it is that where it was originally in there, but was taken probably out. Probably cut out. Yeah. I haven't seen it in it. I've never seen if if it is a recut. I've never actually seen it. Right. I've only seen the original version. Um, maybe we should check the DVD. I 
I have like the seven different versions, the yeah. VHS and DVD, Blu-ray, mm. Blu-ray 3D, and Diamond Edition, all that mm. stuff. Laserdisc. We should check all of them. Yeah, we should. I don't have a Laserdisc. <laughs> laser <disc. laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. That'll never yeah. make it. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if the, the downloadable versions on iTunes and oh, stuff. Oh, I know, right? We'll check them all. Yeah. It's a scavenger hunt. Just for you guys. But yeah, it is it, it is a really great song. Yeah, uh definitely. it is it is definitely my favorite movie. There's a lot of songs on there that I really like. Um but it's not my favorite soundtrack. Would you put it in the top five? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely in my top five. I can probably create like a compilation of all the songs and it would be like Hazen's soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But if we're choosing favorite Disney soundtrack, I'm going to have to go with The Little Mermaid. Oh. Wow. The Little Mermaid. It It's <laughs> just got even more so than Beauty and the Beast I or even Aladdin. For me, Little Mermaid just has so many great songs. Like, like I could probably sing the entire soundtrack all the way through. <laughs> See, like, so you, have, you have that ability. You have the ability to memorize these songs and... And sing along. Oh, you I, do too. I, I, I know, no, no. Percussion. Look, I have a great Strings. voice, but I cannot memorize. <laughs> I cannot memorize. Words. There you see her sitting there across the way. I'm actually intrigued by the fact that he knew like the the part of the orchestra in that order because I don't even remember that. I, know, right? <laughs> I remember words, and then the the, the part after that. My oh my. I love that soundtrack, man. It's, it's good. Look at this stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't it neat? I always call the you know like Dingle you Hopper because of that. You know who likes you now? Huh? Courtney. That's her favorite movie. Is really? it really? Yeah, it sure is. Is it? Little Mermaid and the soundtrack. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, Beauty and the Beast is definitely my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we've talked about this before, but I think more because growing up, I kind of related to the Beast a little more. Yeah. But I, I movie soundtrack wise, man, I, I Little Mermaid. That's bar none. That's hands down the the best one for me. I don't know if I have a favorite Disney movie. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I do. Really? Yeah. I mean, I like I, I like a lot, but is there a movie where I can think of where I I watch repeatedly, and not because of my children? No. Mm. I can't think. I do, but I do love Disney movies, of course. Let me throw you guys a curveball. Let me throw you a curveball. We kind of talked about favorite Disney soundtrack, right? But do you have a favorite Disney score? No, I do not go in depth when it comes to the scores. No. What about you? They actually go over my head. I do, but I'm gonna guess yours right now. What is it? Are you going with Fantasia? No. Wow. No. Oh wait, wait. Can do I you guess? Go first? I want to guess. What I want to guess it? yours. Huh? Okay. Um. Nothing? Wait, no, 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 no. I just can't think of the movie. <laughs> I know what, what it is. Describe it. Uh, um, Nightmare Before Christmas. No. Ah. Intriguing. That would be more soundtrack than score, actually. I was thinking more, oh, they, they sing a lot on that one, right? Oh, almost yeah. every song is. Yeah, song. I was yeah, wondering if there was any happening. score in it, though. You want to guess, or you want me to tell you, or you want to go first? Like, I'll go first. Is it okay. cartoon? Just because I think it's the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cartoon or live action? Cartoon or, li- or, or 3D? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whichever one you want. Hmm. All right, because I'm telling you right now, and I don't even have to think about this. The o- yeah, my okay. favorite score that'll never be beat, as far as I know, is part one of Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm, nope, not my favorite. <laughs> really? Not my favorite. <laughs> not my favorite at all. That's my favorite. That thing is amazing. It's it intense. is great. 
every song on on that score really like you said really is intense and it's just so encompassing of the pirate movie yeah. like of pirates yeah. of the caribbean that not one song on that score seems out of place yeah exactly mm. it's it just it puts you in the mindset of being all swashbuckly and stuff right, and right. it makes you want to kind of draw a sword and start fencing or sword fighting with somebody but not fencing Fencing, but, as pirates used to do. <laughs> yeah, all pirates used to wear masks and yes. fence. Uh, but yeah, no I mean, it is it is a, a really great soundtrack. But not your favorite. Not my favorite. Hmm. This I gotta hear now. Does it have to be Disney? Because I just thought of one that I actually do like. Uh, well, no. I mean, it was a curveball. So what's what's your favorite one? Uh, Superman, the f- original movie. Hmm. That yeah. was also a really good score too. I don't even remember that one, but it's now really I want to hear good. it. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a really good score. Non Disney wise, that was a really great score. I could get into <laughs> so many movies that I enjoyed the score for. That I, ironically enough, that I enjoyed the score more than the actual movie. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, now give me an example. Of that can you remember? Oh, Are the score is better than the movie. Mm. <laughs> you gotta throw a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Here's your own curveball. He's probably no. going to forget his favorite Disney score now. No, no. I, I can't <laughs> forget it. I can't forget my favorite Disney score because it, it actually has a deeper meaning to me. It's life-changing. It kind of was, actually. Really? That's why, yeah. Wow. All right, this I got to hear. Wait, um, but, but before you reveal what it is, are you going to share what this life-changing event was? Yeah, I'll tell you guys what it was. Yeah. Um. You know, I can't think of the movie score that's non-Disney that I thought was better than the movie. I'd have to more sit down and think about it. Batman. I tend to... Oh, maybe Batman was one of them. <laughs> the score was really good, <laughs> yeah, Batman. Exactly. Uh, I can't say the new Batmans because the new Batmans were really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to forget the really horrible movies. Michael Keaton's score. No, that one was a good Batman. I, I like the Michael Keaton Oh, no, I, that's my that's actually my favorite Batman, but I thought the score was so good. Yeah, I mean, the, the scores for those were great. I think... Some of the the Batmans that came kind of in between weren't all that great, but I'll get back to you guys on that one. Uh, I'll think about it a little bit more and try to think of what score I thought was better than the actual movie. But uh, as far as Disney movie, the the reason so there's there's actually two, and though you'll make you'll understand why I have two favorite scores, and it's not as much because. The music was great because the mu- the music is actually brilliant on both soundtracks or both scores. And I guess they count as the soundtracks for the movie too. Dude, I keep burping again. <laughs> it's like all coming back up. That burger's not sitting well. <laughs> I thought it was um, the coffee. It might be the coffee, one of the two. Maybe the burger and the coffee are just clashing. They're like, no, me first. Listeners are like, burgers and coffee? <laughs> what? That's me, guys. That's me. <laughs> um, So uh, I'm going to start with... The, the first one and uh, you know there there's the, there's these kind of life changing moments that that happen in your life and I guess now there's three because now it kind of all wraps together and I'll get to the third one at the end obviously but the the very first time I held Noah after Noah was born mm-hmm. it was it was funny because the first thing that I heard in my head was the Nemo egg soundtrack or the mm. Nemo egg song. And it's it's the very first track on the Finding Nemo soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. <clears throat> it's it's the very first track, and it's kind of how they introduce Nemo when you're kind of going, yeah. like, into the ocean, right. and it's that real soft kind of piano song. Mm-hmm. And 
it kind of escalates to, you know, a little bit higher music. But you know, this would be perfect where you can use that right now. Yeah. I know yeah. if we Start could do playing. previews, like yeah. it would be great. It'll be so cool. Uh, it'll As be another speaking. preview. It'll be another preview that I kind of uh, put up on the website if you've never heard it before. But the first time that I held Noah, which is my my firstborn, he uh, that that's the song that went through my head. Mm. Right. Um, the the other soundtrack that I guess is kind of my favorite, and it was the first time that I held Ben uh, after he was born. Your second son. My second, second son. Yeah, my second born. Um, the song "Define Dancing" from Wally came into my oh. head, and it's just. It, and I believe <laughs> it's funny because in my head it was actually the reprise version of it. It was like the much shorter version, but it's it's the two things that went through my head and because they hold that deeper emotional meaning to me as great as the movies were, I definitely put them at the top of the list as far as great movies for me. Mm -hmm. But because those two songs have this emotional deeper meaning to me, they kind of became my favorite soundtracks. And as far as kind of, if you kind of wrap your life around one piece of music, you know, some people can say that, wow, this song defines me. This song just, oh, it sums me up like you wouldn't know. Oh, this song had to be written about me. It's like, I don't, obviously, I don't feel the song was ever written about me because they're obviously not. But if I could put a soundtrack to just kind of my life from the moment that I met my wife to having our boys to kind of where we are now, I'd have to say is the Paperman score. It was one of the shorts that Disney put out. And oh, yeah. I don't even right. know what you're talking about. Paperman was... I, I wish I remembered what, what movie it was a part of, but Paperman was kind of this mixture of like CG and traditional animation. Okay. It was really flat. And when they when they released it, uh, when they released it, it, it kind of... It, it broke a lot of barriers as far as how to how to combine certain things. And a lot of people loved it. Um, it was the, it was the uh, the opening to Wreck It Ralph. That's okay. what it was. It was a short before Wreck It Ralph, and it's a it's a really beautiful story of how this guy sees this girl, falls in love with her, makes a little paper airplane because she's across uh, the building, tosses the little yeah. plane, and it just flies around. And you know, kind of at the end, you know, I don't want to spoiler alert, guys, but you know, the airplane finds her. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of the the score matches Paperman so beautifully, but when you remove the score from the movie, if you for me the the way that it worked was I just I started thinking about these life moments, and from the very beginning it's kind of like you hear the little the intro the piano intro, and in my like if I just close my eyes, like the very first thing that comes to my head is like myself talking, and it's kind of like. They say that your life is defined by particular moments. And then it's kind of like my life just like, I get scared. I was like, man, am I dying or something? Like, why am I thinking like this? But Really, why are you thinking like this? It's kind of weird. <laughs> I man. don't know, but it just, like I said, it's one of those, it's one of those songs and one of those pieces of music that's just so powerful that yeah. stands on its own. It's just... I, I can't I don't know how else to describe it other than it's a gorgeous piece of music. It's crazy because I really do not remember the sound. I don't uh, remember how it goes. Of Paperman? I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't either actually. No, see, like no. it totally. I mean, the 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 short film was fantastic. Yeah. Now that I remember what you're talking about, I know, but, but to the, the life the score, of me, I can't remember either. Nope. Oh, like I said, I don't, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know what the rules are to putting music to right. the podcast and stuff like that. So I don't want to add it and then get pulled or get sued or anything. But uh, it will be a link in the blog post if you guys have never heard it. At least the preview version on Amazon as they have it. Uh, we we can listen to it after this. But I'm telling you, it's just one of those pieces of music that when I hear it, it's it it kind of hits me in my core. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like a wow, that's a really nice piece of music. Like it it affects me with all the fuzzies like inside. Like wow. you need a tissue. Get, you need a tissue, dude. Right. Maybe. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it kicks you in the feels so hard <laughs> that it. I, I, I think I'm a. I think I'm gonna listen to scores differently now. Yeah, no, no kidding. Oh, that's how I listen to music. I mean, I always try to attribute it to to me, mm-hmm. and it, it becomes it's a deeper thing. Mm-hmm. And even Noah just loves scores. Like, uh, like when we when when we would put him to bed, uh, we would sing him lullabies, and then he'd ask to listen to Wally, and he'd mm-hmm. listen to that, or he'd listen to Nemo, or he'd right. listen to any score that you know he kind of heard. But mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's my favorite score. Then Interesting. those are the reasons behind it. Hmm, With very so. good reason. That is a good reason. Yeah. But yeah, I don't listen to scores in that manner, though. Yeah. Like, to me, it's just background. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for most people it is. But, yeah, I mean, I I know there's a lot of people that listen to music the way that I do. And not every song, obviously, is going to put me in that mindset. But it is... There are just those songs where... I don't even have to think about it. Like, the moment that I hear it, it's like... Boom! Just like I said, it kicks you in the feels, and just all of a sudden, it's a part of you. <laughs> that's it. It's just ingrained in you. Like, I wonder how many people listening can actually relate to that. I know, right? Yeah, that's that's a good question. If if you guys can relate to this, you know, leave a comment on our Facebook page or leave a comment on the blog post. We'd love to hear what songs you guys uh, kind of get all fuzzy for, and kind of make you think of life moments or anything. I guess. Big things in your life are life moments, aren't they? Definitely. Because, I mean, it's definitely a time and place. Like I said, my favorites always just have to do with the fact that these are the movies I grew up with, you know? But let's face it, there are Disney fans of all ages, people that grew up with the classics, the ones that we didn't actually see from right. here. And it's probably their favorite for whatever reason. So, right. I'd it's like true. to find out. I mean, like, uh, kids for today is going to be Frozen. But for me, I'm already done with yeah, the music. Exactly. I'm yeah. done with it. Yeah. You know? There's there's some good songs on there. I, no, I they're think... good, but... They're just overplayed for me. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree. I think I think the phenomenon behind Frozen has gone a, maybe a little too far, but it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens. But the movie's so good that it, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be an instant classic. Yeah, that's but that's for sure. It, you know, it's definitely gonna, I'm gonna definitely gonna watch it again. That's not that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. But I think it's that the song has become so pop that it's it's become overplayed for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I remember, didn't they, uh, back then, they did play, let's say, a Aladdin soundtrack on the radio. Did, it, did they not? No. I don't remember them. Because how did I listen to it then? Maybe I'm, Radio Disney. Or TV specials, something like that. I mean, yeah. honestly, this is like kind of something we can touch on. It just has to do with like yeah social media and the way it kind of affects mm-hmm. the present day. But it's probably just a topic for another time, really. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that should wrap it up for today. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you guys if you guys have any favorite soundtracks, favorite scores, uh, favorite songs, even just that, just like I said, just kind of affect you to the core, where 
Like you don't even know how to feel and all you need is a tissue and like a box of chocolate or ice cream <laughs> or something just to make you feel good. Uh, let us know. I mean, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about that. Uh, remember that you guys can find us uh, at www.podcateers.com. And the www is kind of irrelevant, so yeah, I don't really know why is. I said that. You don't yeah. have to. I think Man, you just wanted to check to see if you could say www. Old school. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's old twister. school. It's the old school part of me. So podcateers.com, guys. That's where you guys can find us. You can find out a little bit about us, episodes, and all that cool stuff. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcateers. Go in there. Like our page. Leave a comment. Tell your friends. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and subscribe and leave a comment. And again, tell your friends, spread the word. Uh, we are also on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Podcateers. So follow us and you'll occasionally see posts and banter and just stuff like that socially stuff that people put up on there. So <laughs> what? <laughs> socially stuff. So. Uh, is that it, guys? Or are we... I'm good. All right. Let's wrap it up. Cool, guys. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Take see care. ya.